collecting just got physical. NFTs have changed the game, giving you the ability to show off your moments online. But now you can showcase your collection in real life. My Moment allows you to turn any digital moment into a physical card, display top shot moments, bored apes, hash musks, or even low effort punks on your desk or in your man cave or woman cave. Just visit mymoment.com and that is my M-O-M-I-N-T.com and use promo code NFTeach for 25% off your first order. That's M-Y-M-O-M-I-N-T.com and promo code NFTeach for 25% off. Hello and welcome to Pack Rip Media Presents NF Teach. I am your host, Dr. Jeremy. Very happy to be with you on this lovely evening. This episode is one of the Ballin' on a Budget series. We are focused on playoff moments, and I had the uh, opportunity to discuss with Joe Swam and Adam Fish, my fellow Pack Rip Media contributors. So without further ado, uh, there's not much to say other than let's get into this one and let's talk playoff moments with Joe Swam and Adam Fish. Balling on a budget, NBA top shot playoff moments. And if I had some trumpet music to, to uh, welcome my first guest, I probably would because I'm so excited to have him on. Joining me for the first time on NF Teach, making his podcast debut, not to freak him out. Joe Swam. Joe, Thanks welcome. Thanks for having me. I can't believe Woo! you didn't get the trumpet, but you know, that's, that's cool. <laughs> See, I can do it. Yeah, really nice to have you on, man. Uh, such a huge, huge fan of your work and your place in the Top Shot community. So it's uh, it's great to have you here today. And it wouldn't be balling on the budget without the NBA Top Shot lead correspondent for NFT, Adam Fish, joining us. Mr. Fish. It is a pleasure. It has been far too long. Uh, you have, you've been traveling all over the world and uh, and are extremely jet-lagged. And I have been home waiting for your call, which has never come. Um, and now, finally, you threw me a bone and said, come on the pod. I'll, I'll fit you in between all these superstar guests and have you talk about this Top Shot thing that everyone's forgotten about. I, now I that the season's over, no you... one cares about the NBA anymore. It's July. I don't know, man. I think people are excited for this drop tomorrow. I know I am. I'm excited for the drop tomorrow, and I feel like I'm going to get a pack. I don't know why. I just feel like I'm on a heater. I got a pack for the end. There were four in the second oh, priority queue. Yep. And so I just feel like I'm due. So how this works, if you've never listened to our first episode of Balling on a Budget, is we've chosen some moments that are under 50 US dollars or around 50 US dollars that are Great moments to have in your collection. So if you're just starting your NBA Top Shot collection, you can get in without, you know, girl dadding into some $2,500 moment. You can find some real quality for uh, a budget. That's why we call it balling on a budget. So uh, Joe and Adam are going to share two moments from the playoff mint and uh, the playoff moments, and we're going to talk through them. So Adam, your first moment, what did you select for us? So... My first moment is uh, I, I I cheated a little bit 
Um, and and I will tell you why. Why am I not surprised? There, there are so I really couldn't decide for my first moment between two different moments, and the the reason is they're both Giannis. They are both uh, common moments. They are both from this season. So it is the Giannis Antetokounmpo seeing stars uh, for $48 and the Giannis 2021 NBA playoffs uh, for $46. And both of those come with a shiny new championship badge. So they're both around the same price. The Seeing Stars is a 10,000 LE. The NBA playoffs is an 11,500 LE. And the reason I couldn't decide is I, I, you know, they're both around the same price. And it's really hard to say which of these sets is going to retain more value long term. I mean, we saw Seeing Stars, you know, it it's really was, of, of all the sets in Top Shot, it was probably the one that suffered the most from the post-February drop-off um, because people bought it right at the peak, and that's when so many people entered into Top Shot for the first time, and they just got slammed. And I'm one of them. I know you are, I believe, on a quest to complete that set now, or you have completed it. No, I was going to say, you know, it's all a matter of perspective because I, my first pack I ever ripped was a seeing stars pack where I got a Steph Curry number 309 and I made the decision to hold it. And then after the market tanked the first time I started scooping up seeing stars for obviously uh, a steal. I think the Luca one was the one in particular we were talking about. Joe, what's oh, what's yes. your take on Seeing Stars? How are you, how do you feel about that set uh, in general, well, Joe? Well, Seeing Stars for me was th- that pack was also my entry into Top Shot. Uh, I didn't get uh, Steph Curry three digit serial, but uh, I did uh, get a Jalen Brown, and I didn't hold it. I flipped that uh, that pack for like two seventy five, and that. That really wow. changed. That changed nice. a lot of my top shot goals, uh, right? Like, like instantly. At first, it was like, "Oh, this will be fun. Me and my kid will do this. It'll be a way to connect." And then it was like, "Oh, wow, you can get rich." Um, and it really, that kind of, <laughs> that really skewed my perspective on top shot for at least for about a month, I would guess. Um, so, yeah, I was gonna say for a short period of time, it it came back to your to your son really yeah. quickly, well, didn't you it? Know, yeah. It really should have never left, but uh, it, uh, yeah, it definitely uh, it definitely screwed me up for a bit. Um, I I'd also th- seeing stars. I think as we move forward uh, with the with that mint count and that quality of player, I believe the uh, value of those moments uh, comes back at some point. Um, but you know, you know, I I guess it's hard really to know that, but. Yeah, I, I I agree. So I just completed Seeing Stars last night. I just got the LeBron. Oh, okay. Um, and it was it was it was a, a great deal for that. And the KD and the LeBron were the last two that I picked up for that. But I mean, what I like about that set is everything that that you know, Fish, you mentioned ten thousand mint count. The rewards are even smaller. Uh, the reward moments in that count or in that set. And I just feel like you know. Even if you're new to Top Shot, going to snipe some seeing stars moments from some superstar players, that's just a great place to start because it's not a 40,000 mint, not a 35,000 mint. 
you're getting some great players for a great price at around 10,000 or, or lower. So uh, I'm with and, that. And, and the, the, the set itself is not that big. Right? Yeah, it's 27. It's not, right. Cause it, there's, it's all all-stars. So there, there aren't that many seeing stars overall, you know, not just the individual counts of the players, but just in total. So uh, I think as far as common sets go, uh, especially in the future, as I think we can expect common sets to keep increasing in size, 35, 40,000, 50,000, that kind of thing. Um, so I think even though it is a common, it's still only a 10,000 LE. So I, I, I think it's probably close between them because a, a playoff set is pretty cool too, but I, I think I'd probably go with the seeing stars. In the playoff set, we're talking, is there, what's the total of moments, like 121 at this point? Uh, something, something there, like that, there's, right? There's plenty. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. obviously more expensive to to complete as well. So your first, yep. your first offering to us is technically not a playoff moment fish. We'll let that slide. Uh, but you'll we'll we'll take your Giannis uh, and and we'll go with that. Joe, we're going to turn it over to you. What is your first offering for the balling on a budget community tonight? What are you okay. giving us? Um, I chose first the uh, Kevin Durant. 11.5K jump shot, the one with the uh, Top Shot Fund gold hat Top Shot debut. Um, I just – I thought that yeah. moment uh, – in terms of uh, narrative about the playoffs, it, it's a fun moment for me because, uh, you know, if his toe isn't on that line, Milwaukee doesn't advance, doesn't make it to play Atlanta, doesn't – you know, Giannis doesn't win the finals, doesn't – create all the great moments that he uh, would go on to create against Phoenix. So uh, for $42, it's Kevin Durant. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, arguably, uh, if not the best, one of the three best players in the league. So I, I just think there's a lot of really fun stuff about that moment. So that was my first pick. And uh, just to give you some stats on that, out of the, you know, roughly 11,500 moments for that there's still 1200 that are hidden in packs but of the 9469 that are not for sale um seven only 700 of them are for sale that's what i meant to say so you know uh, clearly people are looking to hold that moment they're not looking to sell that moment and for 42 dollars, yeah it's it's a great uh superstar piece to put in your collection if you're just starting for sure fish what's your thought on that moment yeah, I, I think it's a great one for all the reasons that Joe mentioned. Um, Top Shot Fund uh, making his appearance uh, is really brightens it. But yeah, you know the 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 moment itself, not the capital M moment, but the small M moment. Um, you know that that point in the game, that point in the series, um, one of the probably twenty best players of all time making a, a clutch playoff bucket. Um, as he's done so many times before. So yeah, you know, for, for 42 bucks, you know, anytime you can get, uh, an LE Durant for that price, uh, it's, it's hard to argue with it. So I like the pick. Yeah. And I just bought it right now. Didn't have it in my collection while we're recording made the purchase. So, uh, yeah, Joe, I think that's a great suggestion. That wasn't financial advice. You know, that was not financial (laughs) advice yet. I took it anyways. Um, thank you for the disclaimer, though. 
so what do you guys think about these LE mints, these sort of like uh, 12,000, 12,000 are reserved for top shot debuts, but like these sort of common moments that are, are lower mint. You think there's a lot of upside in general to those types of moments in terms of long-term holding? I'm going to let Adam uh, field you that. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's, it, that is a really key question is, you know, what, if we're, if we're looking two, three years from now, if we assume that, you know, that top shot continues to grow and, and succeed and, um, you know, brings in plenty of new users and that kind of thing. Will people be excited about a common set um, or a common moment that is, you know, even though it is common because it is only 10,000 LE when, you know, by season four, we're talking or series four, we're talking a 50,000 LE or a 75,000 LE. I think to some degree it will probably have some value. Um, I think just being being an early moment, being that it is only ten thousand, I think it will have a certain cachet. Um, I think you know, for all the flack that something like Throwdowns has gotten, I'd probably rather keep a Throwdowns, uh, a rare eighteen hundred LE than than a common 10,000, all things equal. Um, only because I think, you know, rare is limited already. Um, you know, people lost money on throwdowns, and, but that, that's sort of, that's done. That's in the past. Going forward, you know, I think rare will always carry a premium, even, it's, even if it's sort of the, the worst of the best type thing. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what, what's your thoughts on the lower mint count common moments? Um. I mean, I think they're a good entry point for uh, future collectors. I, I think that, I mean, I I come at all of this from a, I mean, balling on a budget is is like my whole, I mean, that's my entire Top Shot experience. So that's yeah. my life, man. That's my, I mean, uh, you can transcend Top Shot with that. So I'm with yeah, you 100%. I, I, it's hard. Like, I can't really wrap my head around uh the idea that you hit the platform and you're and you're buying rare moments and and uh, it's that's just complicated for me to to you know to really relate to. So I, I think it's going to be really important for future collectors, uh, a nice way to get in uh, on you know some really high quality moments of of star players. And I think that the playoff set in particular is a obviously they're the best teams and some of the best players. So yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with that take, uh, and you know, f- for me, uh, as as I say on this podcast over and over and over again, I'm just more of a risk averse human being. And while I love to talk about NFT projects in terms of actively getting involved in purchasing, you know, non Top Shot moment generative avatar projects, I am definitely the most skittish probably um, of most. I'm just, you know, the idea of dropping $200 on, on uh, uh, profile pictures is it's, it's not about money. It's just about, uh, it's just scary to me. Um, And I always think of it in terms of Xboxes. Like that's pretty much, you know, an, an Xbox for this, this avatar. And and it's crazy to me. So I'm with you hundred percent. We're going to bounce back to fish for his second moment. What do you, what do you have for us? Uh, I got to go with the Joker. 
Uh, we were talking about that before we started recording, and I, I think that's as good a pick as any when it comes to to playoff moments. Um, you know, he's he's the MV, the reigning MVP, um, and unlike the the rest of the set, it's it was a challenge reward. So there's under 2,800 of them. It's 2,767, um, and it's a great moment. Uh, he's it's a pass off the a self pass off the backboard for a, a layup finish. Um, sort of a, a great example of a surprisingly mobile big man um, who has great court vision. And um, yeah, for um, for thirty eight bucks to get a, a under three thousand circulation moment of uh, of an MVP, uh, I think that's great value. Joe, your yeah, thoughts so on that one? Yeah, so this one, I actually, I had this one on my list. Uh, uh, what I like about it is that uh, Jokic, uh, you know, obviously MVP, and uh, but he's you know, no one's really going to uh, label him a really super coordinated, you know, high level athlete kind of guy. This was a a play he made, uh, thinking quickly and kind of you know, and, and just using his. Yeah, he's a, a very cerebral player, and uh, I thought this was just a nice example of yeah. that, and that's why that was why I was going to pick it. It's uh, I just think it, it it just seems very Jokic. I don't know if that's even a thing, but uh, it seemed like the right play for them to feature with him. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I I like that call, I like that take, uh, Joe. I'm going to transition back to you for your last one. What do you have for us? Um, I'm going to to stick with a. Uh, you know, narrative. Uh, I like that there's a Chris Middleton 12K jump shot uh, from the first round. It's a game winner in game one against uh, Miami in the first round. Uh, Middleton makes a game winner in game one. You know, the playoffs continue. And then, of course, you know, the, the bookend on the other side is that Middleton hits the shot in game six against Phoenix in the finals that kind of you know, seals the deal. So I, I like the idea of Middleton making a game winner in game one and then finishing the playoffs off with not necessarily a game winner, but a shot that, you know, clinches it. And uh, it's $26. Uh, you know, it's got a championship badge. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's just, there's a lot to like about it. So I thought that was pretty good. I, I I agree. And little do people know that the actual reason why the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship is because of one Adam Fish who called out Chris Middleton on this very show, trolled yes. him a little bit, That's disrespected right. this man's game and his name, and exactly he got right. the last laugh. Ever since that episode, he's been on an absolute freaking tear. You know what? I I knew he had this in him, and I knew that he needed some bulletin board material, <laughs> and so I gave it to him, and he's delivered. So uh, thank you, and hey, you're welcome. Uh, if that's the kind of power this Were podcast there- has, I'd just like to call out the entire Washington Wizards roster for next year. <laughs> um, just you know, let me just take a shot. Uh, you know. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, you know, well, if that's the case, maybe I could just speak the Bulls into playoff existence. Maybe that would be fine yeah. with me. Um, just, just get bounced in the first round. All right, we'll see how this works. For um, no, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's, no, we'll, we'll, I, I, uh, I think that was that's a great pick, Joe, and and it was a great. I think that I believe that was double overtime, um, and that it was just a great 
uh, a great opening day to the playoffs to what turned out to be a, a really entertaining playoff year. And um, yeah, I, I remember watching that shot live and just, and, and I was just thinking, you know, all kidding aside, wow, Chris Middleton. I wasn't, wasn't sure if you had this in you. And yeah, well, um, he is a Texas A&M Aggie. So of course he has this in him. That should have been your, uh, just like Alex Caruso, never doubt the Aggies when it comes to like players that you don't expect to have an actual NBA career. I feel like like my university is the one that gives people like, you don't expect Alex Caruso to make it in the league. You don't expect Chris Middleton to be, you know, an all-star, all-star level player yet. Here they are. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, you know, second best player on a title team. He's, he, he will be that forever. At least. I'm surprised. Were there any honorable mention moments that you guys want to run through really quickly of moments that you liked, but they didn't quite hit that level of, you know, um, wanting to, to choose them as your two. I'll, I'll put one out there. I think John Collins has a ton of great moments in, in the playoff sets. There's, uh, Some really nice finishes from him. Um, I think one was a yep. reward. Uh, two, maybe yeah, two, two of them were rewards. But what were some? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. And, and so he's he's got some nice moments that I just appreciate the moment as the moment itself. Um, any other ones that you guys want to just mention is is ones that you well, were big fans of? If I can jump of? in just real quick on that, the first Collins reward, the one where he's got uh, the the rear naked choke on uh, Embiid. That I think is the first crossover between uh, NBA Top Shot and UFC Flow. So uh, that may hold significance <laughs> and value for some time because of that. So you know, it's just worth it's Sure. That's, that's a momentous occasion for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's true. And, and they said that UFC Flow hadn't started yet. Apparently it had. I mean, that's just a nasty dunk. I mean, that that's a take your soul out. Uh, uh, Doug. So I'm I'm a big fan of that moment for sure. But what what other ones did you guys like um, that maybe didn't make your cut? I think the LeBron moment is of good value too um, for a LeBron moment with a, a smaller mint count. Um, I think it's around seventy bucks. I don't think that's bad either. But what else did you guys like? Uh, for me, I mean the the Luca sort of falling to one side three pointer. Um, that he just tosses up off one leg. Uh, it's just such a perfect representation of all the things that he is able to do and has the cojones to do on a basketball court that just about nobody else would. Um, you know, I, I think a guy like Luca, I'm sure he will have many moments for many years to come. So, you know, you, you wonder, is, is he going to have too many one day? And it's certainly a possibility, but, he is he is just something special. Um, beast. So that, that would be one. And then sort of at the other end of the spectrum, I would say Chris Paul and, and Carmelo. I mean, it, you know, obviously they had very different playoff experiences. For for Carmelo, I would say this will will be certainly one of his last, if not his last playoff moment. Um, so just for that reason, it's it's kind of special to hold. Um, but Chris Paul, you know, if this is the last deep playoff run that he goes on, you know, his, his one run to the finals at 36, um, that really, I think did a lot for his legacy in terms of 
pushing him up above the that lower tier of guys who never made it to the finals or you know he didn't win the ring but at least he got to the show um so i i think this i think this run really did a lot for him and his legacy so to be able to commemorate that is pretty cool yeah, I like that too. And and then, you know, in terms of like older superstars, you also have Blake Griffin, who I can't believe can still jump at this point at all. Yeah, who, I, who I think the Pistons can't also. believe it either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, what about you? Any other ones that you want to mention that you liked uh, that didn't quite yeah, make Yeah, well, I'm going to resist the urge to list any of the four Wizards playoff moments, but uh, the there's a... Oh, I, I thought that's what I was, I was waiting I'm gonna, for I'm it. Let that go. Uh, there's a Kawhi uh, dunk, 12K dunk from the first round. He, what I like about it is they show the whole play. He gets the steal on the one end, takes it down, and I, I remember all the on Twitter, all the buzz was this is the this is the moment we need that you know Kawhi murders Maxi Kleber uh, on the other side. Uh, now they wound up being a better Kawhi dunk, I think, as a reward uh, in the. Uh, the series against Utah, I think there's a, a nastier dunk even for for that. But this one's eleven dollars, and it's a you know it's a it's a great steal. It, it kind of shows a lot of who Kawhi is. He's a solid player both ways. Uh, probably the best two way player in the league, and uh, so I like that one. Um, also, uh, yeah, I'm look uh, I'm looking at it right now. That I mean, for eleven dollars, it's hard to argue with that moment for sure. And the the reward that you were talking about is going for yeah. forty one uh, from yeah. the Utah series. That's a good call. Yeah, Any I got other one, ones, Joe? This, this is a this is a bit of a reach, but I, I thought about Pack Rip when when I was thinking about this one. There's a Ben McLemore who you know, I mean, think what you want about Ben McLemore. Uh, it's his Top Shot debut, uh, so it's got. I'll be honest, I don't think very well, much about today. Ben is your lucky day? We're going to change that. Uh, watch, he's he's gonna win most yeah. of the player next year. Yeah, well, you've just just, just to shove it in my see, face. Like Adam, why don't you learn from your pre? You literally spoke a Milwaukee professional sports championship into existence, and and you know, oh, but the Packers, no, no, the Packers don't count as a Milwaukee sports franchise. They're a Green Bay franchise. I don't, wow, I don't loop that in. Okay, we so, we are going to get some angry, some hate mail. From, let come, I'm a Bears fan. Heads. I've been dealing with this my whole life. It's fine for me. Let the Packers fans come for me. I have no issue. But but I mean, you here you go now on Ben McLemore, and we already know it's already it's done. It's done. His right. his season Joe, next year is done. So Joe, let's hear right, so it. Ben yeah, McLemore. tell us what I think. What I liked about this was, uh, you know, you get one official LeBron moment in the playoff set. If you watch this moment, it's really LeBron driving to the basket and then making this kind of slick behind-the-back pass to uh, Ben McLemore for the three-pointer. Uh, so it's what you know, Packard would call a foment, right? So uh, it's and it's not you know yep. like Lamelo's first career assist, which isn't even really an assist. It's it's a fun moment. It's eight dollars. It's got a debut badge. I don't know. It, it just not all of these to me are about like, well, how much will this be worth in 2025? Uh, sometimes they're just fun. And I thought this one was cool. And sure. uh, um, of course now they made a McLemore, uh, you know, common moment, you know, regular base set moment. So this won't be like a, it, it's not a, what do you call those? Uh, if you need to complete the team set, I forget the the word everyone uses, but so you won't need, yeah, you oh, won't, it won't be a bottleneck. So you, you'll lose that too. But, I just thought it was fun, and 
It's a nice pass from LeBron. See, uh, like, it's, and it's got the debut badge for what yeah, that's worth. Yeah, that's true. And and I I would say um, we'll talk about pack rips next just for a second. For me, like anytime I see a Derrick Rose moment uh, as a Bulls fan, even though he has moved on, I'm just I'm just an ardent supporter, and I love to get his moments. I love his moment in the gift, um, and I I love just anytime I can see him healthy doing well it just makes me happy and reminds me about that little bubble of time where the bulls i thought were going to really get it together and and do something special when they had joakim and they had luol and they had Derek and that squad was going to do something so i i get sentimental about anytime i see a Derek rose moment and i'm scared to death they're going to do a run it back because i'm going to have to get it if they put him in a run it back set there's no way around it but um they won a lot of games uh, under tibbs Oh yeah, and and Tibbs also ruined his life. So I, I you know, I, I think the, the first knee injury that Rose had was garbage time in a first round playoff game against the Sixers when they're up eighteen points or something. Like, you know, I I recall it's it was, so it was a real as an NBA fan, it was a real bummer. There's yeah, no question and, about and it. it was um, the, and, but it's good to see him rebound and, and get his his career back on track and and be a solid contributor on a good team. Adam, what's your sort of like not not going to be a massive value. Uh, I mean, it's not going to 10x or something, but just a, a either a moment from the playoffs or just a player in general that you enjoy to collect, you know, regardless of what happens with value. Uh, a player that I enjoy to collect, regardless of what happens with value. Uh, you know, I, I think for me, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to, to the old guys. I mean, it really is. It, it's, it's partly for value, but it's, I mean, I, I love those, those guys. They were, you know, the, 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 well, Chris Paul wasn't 2003 draft class, but I'll, I'll always sort of have a a warm place in my heart for that class. It's, it's one of the best draft classes ever. Um, Those guys are all right around my age. I think, uh, I think LeBron, Bosch and Mello, I believe were all born in 84. So they were a year behind me. So I very much felt like I was growing up watching them grow up. Um, LeBron has has uh, obviously done much more with his life than I have as I sit here recording a podcast. I guess um, that's not true, Adam. You're but, uh, NBA Top Shot League correspondent. You're a Patrick. Exactly. Did he bring Chris Middleton the championship? He didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, so, uh, you know, I think watching the guys from that class still, still the ones that are still around, um, you know, I mean, LeBron and Carmelo primarily, um, that are still around that are still doing it. That'll always, uh, have a a place in my heart. And, uh, but I would say uh, to pick kind of one of the younger guys and not be redundant. Um, I gotta say I was so pleasantly surprised and impressed with Trey young in these playoffs. Uh, I really like a lot of people. I did not think he had this level of performance in a stone cold killer, man. He is just like, he's ice tray, right? He's, he's a beast. He really is. I mean, I, I, you know, early on it looked like, Oh, is he, is he going to be an empty calorie guy and sort of, you know, good stats, bad team sort of thing. And 
he is not. He he was a killer. There, he and, had big moments and welcomed the moment. He welcomed the pressure and he delivered. And we can't finish this episode, even though it's not in the ball and on a budget price range, the shushing moment, the reward of, of him shushing the crowd. I think it's like $104 right now is the ask for that. That's just, that's like a, that's a sweet moment, man. I mean, that, that's one that uh, if you like basketball at all, um, I can imagine that being one. And, but still, even for, uh, you know, a little bit over a hundred dollars, you know, uh, if if my wife wanted to get me an anniversary present, I would gladly accept that moment as the anniversary present as this rapidly <laughs> approaches. So yeah. I love that moment. You know, it, it obviously wasn't sort of the biggest moment of of the playoffs. It was game one of round one, but it was an iconic moment from, you know, when we think back on the 2021 playoffs, that is an iconic moment that we will remember. Absolutely. Yeah, it's him embracing. What do you think about that it's moment? It's him Joe? embracing kind of like the professional wrestling heel role. I mean, he he basically said, yeah. "I'm I'm Ric Flair, and you know, woo or you know whatever they do." And uh, he continued that throughout the entire playoffs with the shimmy against the Bucks. And uh, yeah, I, he was uh, he was really fun to watch, and I'm really looking forward to see uh, what they can do next year. I think uh, that's pretty exciting. As long as as long as Fish doesn't speak a championship into existence, I, I mean, we'll see what happens. But you know, the marketplace would agree that that's an iconic moment because it's it's you know above one hundred dollars, and um, I don't anticipate that moment going lower. I only anticipate that moment raising as time goes because that is just a sweet, sweet moment. Yeah, um, it's just it's one you can watch over and over again. Um, I still think the Hawks should have taken Luca, but um, but, they, but they got to be happy. They got to be happy with Trey Young, and they got to be happy with you know. M- I mean, making the conference finals when I don't think anybody expected that. Uh, you know, they have to be really pleased with how these playoffs worked out for them. Well, before we wrap up, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that my my moment NFT display has arrived, and it looks sharp. So. Uh, they had some supply chain issues early on, but if you haven't gotten yourself a My Moment display, it's very reasonably priced. Check out MyMoments.com and get yourself one with a 25% off code with NFTeach. Uh, and, and I usually do a little drop for them at the beginning, but uh, after seeing the product itself and then seeing others uh, in the NFT community using it, I'm really, really happy for that and for them to uh, to get their supply stuff worked out and get that in yeah, people's can- hands. Buy a my moment, put it in your office, put it somewhere public, get people to ask you about it, get other people into Top Shot, and it will pay for itself. Mine That's arrived. Uh, Joe, mine what also you arrived. Say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yours? It's very nice looking, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking it to the office with me just so I can show off, uh, you know, the, the, some wizards nice. moments that everybody doesn't care about, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it is it's really beautiful. But you care, and I, Joe. You know, and I'm uh, sympathetic to their supply chain issues. That's uh, my actual life is involved is involving uh, the supply chain, so I know what a struggle that is. So uh, they're doing the best they can, especially with COVID. It's been tough, but I'm excited to put my son's NFTs yeah. on there more than anything. Um, uh, like I'm really really excited 
to get going with that. So thank you, my moment for all of your support of NFT. You guys have been great. You guys from day one have been uh, really huge supporters and I'm appreciating that. Anything else, Joe or Adam, would you guys want to talk about any upcoming Packrip Media, um, either articles or things you're working on before we sign off? Uh, Go ahead, Joe. A little bit down the road, I've got a a kind of run it back-ish themed uh, article that I'm going to share. But uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about that just yet. So (laughs) yeah, fair enough. Adam, anything you want to talk about that you're working on? Uh, Piece went up today talking about utility uh, among NFTs. Uh, Top Shot is one example of, uh, of one that's been trying to find ways to give utility to its users. Um, and uh, I have another piece coming out about influencers and uh, sort of the, the discussion around disclosure requirements and those sorts of things. Um and beyond that, we will see. I think we'll we'll hopefully have some some group posts going up soon. We'll have some fun with those, and um, and I I assume we'll have a litany of NBA All Stars lined up for NFT any day now. You never know what I have cooking. Uh, there might be an NBA player coming on here sooner rather than later. You'll just have to wait and see. Well, for Joe Swam, for Adam Fish, and for me, Dr. Jeremy, signing off and thanking you for checking out NFTeach. Thank you for the retweets, likes, subscribes. All of it is so, so greatly appreciated. As always, take care of yourselves and each other, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>